Hello, Epic Gamers. Welcome back. I am one of your hosts, uh, Tyler, and me and my co-host, uh, Ryan. Ryan, say your name. Uh, Ryan. Yeah. Uh, we're chilling in the Commander's Paradise currently, vibing, relaxing, all cool. Um, and we are back uh, talking about charms. Yeah, we had a pretty good discussion last time, uh, but there are actually a lot more cards to discuss. So we thought we would hang out again and talk about these cards that have lots of options, lots of things to do, lots of things to choose from. Ryan, do you want to explain what a charm is to the viewers at home? Yes. <laughs> a charm is going to be a card that is either like an instant or a sorcery and kind of gives you different modes that you can pick from. It'll either say like pick one or pick all or pick two. Um, it'll have kind of any mix of that. And some of them do be slapping. I think today we were going to start talking about the, we were going to start off with the confluences. These are, what are, what are, what are these? These are cards. Sorry. I don't really know what I'm saying. These are monocolored, uh, charm typed cards yes and uh yes. they they all originate from a uh, commander um 2015 oh okay and does mana confluence also come from there no mana confluence um is from theros oh i see that on the flavor text if i uh little side note for the listener i can't read so playing magic is pretty hard for me but these confluences are like tyler said from 2015 and we're gonna give each one a little rundown and kind of talk about which one we think is the best and what we think are the best applications for each one and let's uh let's hop into it so the first one is that i'm looking at is fiery confluence which is the red one it costs two generic and two red at sorcery speed and says choose three you may choose the same mode more than once um, and that'll be kind of the, the whole thing with these confluences is you can choose the same mode more than once. So Fiery Confluence deals one damage to each creature. Fiery Confluence deals two damage to each opponent or destroy target artifact. In being able to pick any of these modes more than once, this is a board wipe for anything with power three or less, which is kind of hype if you're going up against some token decks. Uh, dealing two damage to each opponent is pretty cool stacks up to six not like a ton of damage but a solid chunk um if you're swinging in or if you have a way that you can give your spells lifelink um but also you can even destroy three artifacts i kind of like this one most for the first one i think a really solid like token board wipe like solidly in your hand is a really nice feeling and then also the i mean the other two are just extra yeah i agree well, I don't know. I actually, I really like destroy target artifact because four mana destroy three artifacts is not the worst thing. Like if you're in like a against like a artifact deck, you can just be like, okay, I'm getting your th your three biggest cards. You know, just bam, bam, bam. Also, uh, fiery confluence um, is a red source, so Torbran would actually turn this from. Uh, if you choose all three, six damage to each opponent, it would be 12 damage to each opponent, which is a lot. That's like a quarter of your health right there. 
So that's four mana, do 48 total damage, which is a crazy rate. <laughs> like, nothing else really does that. Um, that is a very specific interaction, um, but that's why we're here. I feel like if you're running mono-red, like, good stuff, though, that's probably something you're tossing in anyway. I feel like a lot of decks are going to run Torbrand anyway, just because they can. Yeah, any sort of mono-red deck, maybe. Lely of the Believer Forge, so Torbrand in there, and then you're doing bam, 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 extra damage. Bam, 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 bam. So I guess, like, looking at this one, would you, looking at Fiery Confluence, would you lean towards, like, picking the same mode three times, or would you probably spread it out? Like, what would your... I think it would totally depend on the board state, which that's part of why these confluences I think are really good um, is because they're like, you can like bend them to do whatever you need in the moment. It's like, okay, well, someone's popping off with like Ryan has a Krinko deck and he's popping off to, with a bunch of goblins. Well, one damage each creature, they're all dead. Or um, I got my Torbrand out, I'm going to do 12 damage to the table. Or I'll just uh, deal two damage to each creature and get rid of some, like, that's a decent board wipe, depending on the board state, and then destroy an artifact, you know, and someone's got a bullet citadel, it's like, okay, I'm going to blow that up real fast. Um, you know, so you got options. Thinking about that, this card is looking a little more spicy than I thought. Yeah. Than I, I like, originally read it. I, yeah, it's just how flexible um, it is, where you can really sculpt it to do what you need. Um, and for four mana, that's pretty good. The only thing is sorcery yeah. speed, but I get it. It's, yeah, it's, I feel like you're doing most of those things at sorcery speed anyway, like especially the board wipe portion. Yeah. I think it's pretty cool. Uh, let's hop over to Mystic Confluence. I love this card. This card's awesome. You want to list it off? You want to go for it? Yeah, I got it. Same thing. Uh, or it's three blue, blue. Um, all these are double pips. Choose three. You may choose same mode more than once, same as the other one. Counter target spell unless this controller pays three. Return target creature to its owner's hand and draw a card. This card is pretty sweet. I feel like at any time you would, you cast this, you'll get something you need out, like done out of it. Like, so counter target spell unless this controller pays three. That's not the best, but you can do it more than once. So it can be counter target spell unless this controller pays six, you know? And like, I mean, most of the time people don't have six mana to cast something. And so if you really, really, really need to counter something, you're going to do it. And then you can draw a card and replace itself. Or the the dream scenario is you you counter the spell, and they can't pay three. Then you return a creature on the board to their owner's hand, and then you draw a card. And getting all three of those modes all at once is so sick. Yeah, it's just slightly uh, Baby Sublime Epiphany a little bit. Yeah. Yeah, no, I love all of these, and... I mean, the extra mana, but instant speed is fine. I think it's great. And, like, yeah, especially if we're doing, like, casual commander... I feel like the the pay three is already going to be pretty high, mm -hmm. um, especially if someone's like really going for the big thing. Yeah. But the other side of it is, like you said, yeah, you can stack it three times, and if you really needed to, you could get it up to pay nine, yeah. which is like, I don't know if I would ever be able to do that. Like that's just like kind of a a perma counter. Yeah, and this is not like CEDH, so like you're not going to be able to like counter, but like. In the decks, that, in, in, like, the metas that you would play this in, so, like, you're, like, medium to low power, 
like you're gonna be countering the big haymakers like the okay here's my crater hoof it's like well crater hoof is eight mana you gotta pay an extra three like there's a solid chance they're tapping out the play crater hoof to just win you know they're not worried about tapping out because once you cast it if it resolves you just win and like there's a lot of big haymakers like that like appear into the abyss yeah appear into the abyss or like a big expel like a torment the hair hailfire like you dumped all your mana into torment the hailfire well get wrecked yeah sit there for another turn while we punch you i think it's pretty sick i think it's great um also all the art is pretty cool yeah i think it's probably all characters from the set i'm not gonna try and guess who it is because i don't know i don't um, but they're all standing in like little circles that are like all the same design but with like w- the fiery confluence one is like fire and the mystic confluence one is water and then the white one is just like holy magic i guess it's just like glowy gold light um i never know it's the magic from the planes it's the flat magic the flat magic oh yeah. also like it's like it's a circle with like three like lines coming out for each one, which is kind of like the three modes, which is kind of cool. Whoa, symbolism. Um, no, that's very fun. I think they're fun. They're all super nice to look at. Um, Fiery Confluence, I don't think I said it was like a dollar fifty, and Mystic Confluence is like between like three and four bucks. And it was uh, one of the old border cards in Time Spiral, so uh, remastered, so you can get like a, a cool version if you want. Yeah, that one's really pretty. But speaking of the flat magic of the planes, the next one is Righteous Confluence with uh, three mana and two white at sorcery speed. Uh, same choose three you may choose the same mode more than once um put a two two white knight creature token with vigilance onto the battlefield exile target enchantment and you gain five life i think they're all fine like it's sorcery speed i kind part of me kind of wishes just the fact that it makes like a creature it, w- it could be like instant speed you know so you could kind of combat trick a blocker but i mean the other two you can gain five ten or fifteen life which could be a lot i mean that could either put you out of the way of like dying in a turn or it could get you to an aether flux reservoir like that is a solid chunk of life and then exile target enchantment is just like super brutal i definitely feel like the two two knight is like the least likely one but i also feel like there's definitely times you could get triggers for having like that token enter and you could double it or you could have uh like a draw card whenever a creature enters type thing but as the card by itself stands i feel like exile target enchantment and you gain five life are, are pretty nice i don't know i'm very like met on this one like five mana for that and like it just doesn't do i feel like it's not impacting the board enough like it's just like, well, that's because you don't play life gain. It's not about impacting the board. It's about having the most life. Like I have a, I do have a life gain deck, and like I can see maybe like, like if you got veto out, you're doing someone for fifteen, sure. Or it's like three triggers for Adina, you know, if you're in Abzan life gain or something. But uh, well, I'm thinking even in white, there's plenty of cards that give you a buff if your health is like above a certain range Mm -hmm. and especially like in commander if you have this and you can ramp out a little bit and play it early that's gonna just help set you up that much more 
Yeah. Um, I don't know. Definitely not like like an include in every deck, but I feel like there are where places it could fit in. Yeah, yeah. I just think it's, I don't know. At five mana sorcery speed, I would rather be doing other things than this. Like, I would rather, like, a affect a lot more stuff or like get a lot more of an advantage and like yes you can there could be like cases where it's built around but like five what mana do you think exiled three enchantments for five mana is okay um it is but i don't know how often i need to exile three enchantments you know like typically there's one problem enchantment you know and like i'd much rather pay three mana and deal with that enchantment and then not care about gaining five life and getting a two, two, you know, like I'd rather just have that effect at a lower cost that can also blow up an artifact. Like if it, if this said exile target artifact or enchantment, bingo, there we go. Now we got it. But just the fact it's specifically enchantment, it's like, like, yeah, you can get someone smothering tithe or, the Garouk's Uprising, or... I don't know. It's just, like, most of the time, there's, like, a big, stupid, annoying enchantment. You know, like, there's one that you gotta get rid of. And just five mana to do that, and then you just gain a life, and gain some life and make a token for five mana. I don't know. It's just not doing it for me. That's fair. Yeah. I mean, it's not... Uh, there's no no world where I'm, like, running into my local LGS and being like, Have you guys heard of Righteous Confluence? This card's gonna destroy the meta! It's, yeah. it's fine. I feel like if I played it, people would be like, What the hell is that? And I'd be like... <laughs> yeah, there's gotcha. definitely... I guess You're definitely right that, like, you, there's definitely, like, synergies that can go with this. Like, if, like, you're trying to go wide with tokens, Night Tribal, maybe... But maybe I'm thinking more of like if you're in green and you just have effects where like if you play um like I was thinking of in like a green and white deck if you had right of harmony or something else like that um this could be 5 mana 3 bodies 3 3 draw but that's 7 mana cuz right of harmony is 2 mana so 7 mana 3 bodies draw 3 I don't know it's not the worst it's not the best. It's yeah, it's definitely it's it's uh it's uh something that you could do. Yeah. You know what? And I feel like that's a good rating for this card, which is it is a spell you could cast. Which is fine, you know. Um because you know, yeah, I think it is just need to be cast. Yeah, some yeah. And it's uh a dollar. So, whatever. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, let's uh let's hop to the next one. We got Verdant uh, Confluence. It's the green one. It's four green green for a sorcery. Put two plus one plus one counters on target creature. Return target permanent card from your graveyard to your hand. Search your library for a basic land. Put it onto the battlefield tapped. Then shuffle your library. Um, Pretty cool. Pretty cool. It like I feel like getting all three of those for six mana is pretty sweet. Um, Especially if you're in some sort of counters deck. Like green, white counters or i'm working on red green counters with grumgully currently and like this could be decent and then get a permanent card back which in green we've talked about this before but a lot of the big things you need are in green are permanents 
and then it ramps you. You know, so it kind of it replaces the cost a little bit, so it turns into five mana. Well, I guess it is tapped, so, but I don't know. You know what I mean? Yeah. So. Yeah. I think it's slightly better than the Righteous Confluence because I think the effects are a little bit more substantial. They, the, yeah, the effects are definitely way more substantial. I don't know. I feel like it's definitely like that extra mana kind of like hurts my brain a little bit. I don't really like it. I kind of feel like if I'm doing this and I'm getting, like, I feel like any permanent I would get back to my hand, I wouldn't be able to really use that turn. That's true. I think it's very solid, but part of me feels like when you cast it, that's probably, like, the thing that you're doing for your turn mm-hmm. in order to set up for, like, the next turn. Um, and it might put, like, a little bit of a target on your back. Because, like, say you you ramp one and get your combo pieces out of your graveyard or something, but you can't play in that turn because you don't have enough mana. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like that could be... That's, like, kind of where my brain went for the first part. I do feel like if you're in a counters matter deck, this is a really cool card because it's one mana per counter, which is a f- totally fine, right, if you go and put six counters on stuff. Mm-hmm. And also, if you're running landfall, the the basic lands entering the battlefield tapped isn't necessarily a big thing because, like, if you have Lotus Cobra, you kind of net mana. You're not really, like, necessarily down what you would be. Yeah, it'd be... Three mana. Yeah, yeah you would yeah. get three mana back. Yeah, if you just if yes. you just use it to search for lands, that'd be these. And three landfall triggers can be huge. That's like like in four color Omnath, you just instantly like this is all three Omnath triggers, and then um get your and then you'll net four mana. You know, so or not net four, but you'll like get four mana back. Um, oh, so this ended up wow. costing two. Yeah, and if you had Lotus Cobra and you had and you were getting that three, it, you would just be like actually netting mana, which is very cool. But that's also like a very specific yeah yeah that's very setup that you have to have to make it mm-hmm. almost basically free. Um, but I feel like with most of these, it's like if you're building your deck and you realize you have these synergies or where the payoffs could work definitely try tossing these cards in there but like don't i wouldn't be just like building a green deck and be like oh i have to have vert and confluence yeah yeah absolutely which is uh just above a dollar so like dollar 16 i like the idea of doing all three of those for three mana like if you can do that or for for six mana doing all three of those effects for six mana um i feel like that's these uh but you're right that probably is your turn but that is a good setup turn. Like if you can just be like, okay, everyone's still like turn five, you know, that's when you can maybe do this at the earliest, probably. Um, yeah, probably. And like, it depends on the meta, but like this could be like turn five. You're just kind of, everyone's still setting up or like someone is kind of a problem, but they're not going to win next turn. So you can just be like, you know what? Bam. And if someone else is the problem, it's like you just spent your turn setting up still. And so you're not being – this isn't like a scary card, you know. It's not like – I feel like you're not going to be too much of a threat if someone else is all like popping off. 
you know. Oh, no, yeah. If someone else is doing the thing way harder, this would, like, I would totally let this fly. I would be like, please do do this so we can figure out the rest of the problems. Um, yeah, I think it's it's fairly solid. I do wish it was five. I don't really like that it's six, and it's the only one that's up-costed a little bit. Yeah, but you're in green. You'll be fine. Yeah, yeah. Why? Mana. Why am I trying to make it easier for green? Yeah, they have it so hard. Yeah, it's pretty rough being green. Um, over to another color that just uh, never really seems to be very good and has a lot of its. It just can't get it together. The black one, wretched confluence, three mana and three black or two black. Excuse me. And that was also a joke. Black's awesome. Um. Choose three. You may choose the same mode more than once. Target player draws a card and loses one life. Target player or target creature gets minus two, minus two until end of turn and return target creature card from your graveyard to your hand. I think this is a pretty fair rate because, like, if you did the first one three times, that's like three sign and bloods minus a mana. So you're it's like a 10% senior discount on sign and bloods here. Target creature gets minus two, minus two until end of turn. Is like okay. Um, I feel like minus four, minus four would get rid of most problems, but then like s- some things you'd want to get rid of, minus six, minus six might not even hit. But this does get gods, this does get around indestructible, which is as uh, it's dawning on me is uh pretty solid. And then I mean, just getting creatures from your graveyard to your hand is especially solid in black, especially if you're doing some kind of aristocrat strategy and just kind of trying to like cycle through bodies as fast as you can to draw more cards or to make more tokens or something. Or you could just get your, your big bads back like your Archfiend of Ifnir or something. If someone already whacked it. Yeah. Yeah. That card gives me nightmares. (laughs) Yeah. Um, yeah, I like this one. Target player draws a card, loses life, you know, solid. I don't know. Again, I'm like I'm kind of viewing this as five mana, just do one of each thing, you know. I feel like that's decent because uh, the card replaces itself, um, and you get a card back into your hand. Um, and target creature gets minus two, minus two until in a turn. That could kill something, maybe. There's not a lot of problem things that are, like, 2-2s. I feel like there are, but it's not... It's at, like, a higher... Like, a little bit of a faster meta, because you're trying to get those, like, whatever they're doing, you know? It's not necessarily about the body, but it's more about, like, whatever trigger they have or whatever ETB they have. Uh, this can get mana dorks, but, like, using this to kill a mana dork kind of sucks. That's not what you want to be doing. Yeah, it feels a little bad. If if there's nothing else on the board, that's, like, not a bad thing. Because mm-hmm. you're still getting two cards into your hand with the creature from your graveyard to your hand. You can kill an Esper Sentinel, depending on what the... Ooh, it can kill, like, Zillaport Cutthroat. Viscerous Seer. Uh, nope. It can get a Lotus Cobra, but it can't get Ramanop Excavator. That's the thing is the cusp of what it can and can't get is like right there where you're like, eh. 
It can get opposition agent. Dang, a lot of good cards have three toughness. Yeah, yeah. It can get an Azusa, an Avon Mind Sensor. If you're a black, you don't like Avon Mind Sensor, so that is fair. Yeah, you would have to do, like, two of them. If you wanted to kill something with this, two of them would have to be minus two, minus two. And then it's five mana, kill a thing, draw a card. Or return something to your hand. But do you want to, like, skip a turn to do this on an upstep or an upkeep? Wow. I just started a new job for everyone listening. I'm very tired. Um, like, would you want to keep five mana open? Like, in my Esper control deck, which is, like, all about, like, just draw, go, yes. That's, again, a very, very niche case. And that deck did nothing the last time I played it. So maybe I shouldn't bring that up right now. Um, so, honestly, I actually may not like this one the most. I think this one might be the worst one. Because... You think this one's the worst one? Well, either this one or the white one. All the other three I like. But like these two, I just I feel like I'm like in any of my decks, I don't see myself running this. At least in I do run Mystic Confluence in like two in two decks. And then I would totally run Fiery Confluence. Um I just don't. And then Verdant Confluence, I can like I'm like debating on doing it in my red green counter deck right now so but the other ones yeah the white and the black ones just aren't doing it for me yeah i'm trying to think how i would rank them i feel like definitely mystic confluence and then fiery confluence is one and two yeah absolutely and then yeah i feel like i don't know because part of me I pro- yeah, I'd probably, yeah, Mystic Confluence, Fiery Confluence, Verdant Confluence, Righteous Confluence, Wretched Confluence. Yeah. It Just because, is- like, it is instant speed, but also, like, if I'm not in a draw-go deck, I don't really know if I want to just, like... Hold it, Like, it's a mana. solid card, but I'd probably play it during my turn. Yeah. Unless, I mean, like, there's, like, I mean... We can make up a make a guy, you know, for like any scenario that we wanted to to make it work. But yeah, I would say Mystic Confluence, Fiery Confluence, Verdant, Righteous, and Wretched. Yeah, I was surprised. I totally thought going into this, Righteous Confluence was going to be the worst one, but Wretched is somehow slightly worse. I think. I. Maybe. It's like. Close. They're both in. It's, I'm not gonna play him tier. So, personally. yeah, I think it's a decent card, but for whatever reason, the fact that Righteous Confluence has Exile Target Enchantment and you gain five life staple onto it is like I feel like just a little bit of a better rate than minus two minus two. Yeah. And yeah. And when if you have gain life triggers, you could even be drawing cards and doing other stuff, you know. Yeah. So I think that's the final. Yeah. The f- the final rundown. We did it on the confluence. That's the uh, the official um, ranking. Um, we will not be taking questions. Um, I might take a couple questions if you want to tweet at 
I am Ryan Brunn, I might take like four or five. I'm not interested but in, like, in questions. No more. This is the definitive list. Oh, I'm not just talking I'll change the list at all. I'm just open to, to comments if people feel like saying something. Uh, you want to do the commands? Yes. Yeah, that sounds great. Okay, hell yeah. Uh, the next cycle that we are going to talk about is the command. I don't know if it's a cycle necessarily. Uh, there is a cycle of commands from Lorwyn. Okay, so these are like kind of the original confluences. Um, they came from Lorwyn, um, and they're pretty good. Uh, some of them are like staples, and then other ones are like kind of not great. So first off, we got austere command for white, white sorcery. I think they're all sorceries except for the blue one, of course. I like this card a lot. I run it in almost all decks that can until very recently and i'll get into that in a second but it says destroy all artifacts or destroy all enchantments or destroy all creatures with converted mana cost three or less or destroy all uh creatures with converted mana cost four or greater and it says choose two so for the most part it's six mana destroy whatever you need destroyed it can be six mana blow up all creatures or if you're in like a really like low to the ground go wide kind of deck it can be destroy all creatures with converted mana cost four or greater and then blow up artifacts and enchantments whichever ones you need you know so it's just like i feel like the flexibility in that is like really good yeah definitely this is a like kind of well, wait, why aren't you running it as much anymore? Because Farewell came out, and that card is just this card, but better. And you can do six mana, and you can do any of them. Farewell is four white-whites of the same for a sorcery. It says choose one or more, so you can do as many as you want. And it's exile all artifacts, exile all creatures, exile all enchantments, and exile all graveyards. So you can also get graveyards. Oh, yeah, it is solid graveyard hate. Yeah, and it's the same mana cost. But this probably is still going to be cheaper because I think Farewell is like around seven bucks, six bucks. I think Austere Command's about five, so. Oh, really? Oh, no, the, you can get you can get it for about two. So. Yeah, it was it was like just in Commander Legends. So it was just one of the, it was like fully in the set. So you can get like a, it was like two bucks. Yeah, 262 versus like, five or six or seven from for farewell so budget is definitely a thing but power wise i feel like farewell kind of gets rid of this uh yeah maybe i would even say maybe just like run both of them you know and don't run like wrath of god like yeah four mana wrath is fine but also just doing like two more mana to exile everything or be able to pick what you destroy I think is pretty solid. The austere command to me is, is cool from the aspect that like you have a, an option of the converted mana cost. So like if you're in a token deck and someone else has some big, like bigger creatures out or a bigger engine out, you could do like destroy all artifacts and destroy all creatures with converted mana cost four or greater. And then all of a sudden it's like an asymmetrical board wipe and you're still standing there with like mostly all your stuff, if not all your stuff. 
or vice versa. Yeah. If someone else is playing like a low to the ground token deck, you can whack them with the three or less, you know, and still have all your big beaters to swing in for a win. Um, I feel like yep. the, that specific, those two bullet points makes me want to run like both of them. Yeah, that, that is totally fair. Um, I'm probably not going to take austere command out of the decks it's already in because it still puts in work i'll just because i i pulled a farewell i'm literally looking at it right now um so this will go in a deck probably and then i'll still probably keep running austere command too just because i have them and it's still debatably the best i think it's like the best board wipe you know it's like or like up there you know white board wipes just because of how flexible it is yeah i would definitely say like farewell is above it slightly just because it says exile but i feel like just the the potential to like have it not really hit your stuff and hit everybody else's stuff is pretty cool yes um, that is and fair. yeah two, for like two bucks very much a, a should run so the next one is the the blue one we've got cryptic command at one and three blue uh so four mana at instant speed choose two counter target spell return target permanent to its owner's hand tap all creatures your opponents control and draw a card it's just that's like so bonkers and at four mana like yeah it's three blue but also like if you're like mono blue or even two color you're probably t- fine the the more colors you add i probably wouldn't run it just because that is a little risky but like counter target spell just outright there's literally there's just a period right after that sentence and like you can kind of feel it a little bit it's like counter target spell oh um so that's hype there's no like tax to it return target permanent to its owner's hand is cool that hits anything and then tap all creatures your opponent's control is solid i mean you could do that at any point like you're someone's either about to like get way ahead and swing out for like a an alpha strike you could play this right before they go to combat tap all their stuff down and then everyone else at the table can kind of gain up for a turn and draw card is is fine i probably if i'm playing this that might be like the second mode i choose or i might not choose it at all I feel like it's kind of on there, like, in case you counter a spell and it's like, well, I can't, I don't really need to bounce anything and I can't really tap anything. It's like, we'll draw a card. Yeah, just replace itself, which is always solid. Yeah, which is also crazy to read draw a card on a card and just be like, I I don't really, I don't know if I care that much. (laughs) Yeah, just just the fact it's there. Yeah, but what do you think? Um, I, I think it's super good. I don't think it's as good in Commander as it is. It's like a modern staple. Or at least it used to be. It's kind of gotten taken down a little bit because now Counterspell is like just in modern now. Also, this has the the dope, like, f- just textless version, which is kind of, it's like a, it's a Magic Player reward from 2009 version. And it's got like a Merfolk hand and it's like a full art with no words which is kind of crazy because it's got like four options <laughs> and you have no idea what it is it's just like a big blank card with four options just gonna memorize the full art cryptic command honestly scares me yeah it's so powerful i would have no idea even it, like reading it right now if someone played that in a game i would just like mind wipe i'd be like i've never seen that card in my life 
So yeah, definitely in a two color, uh, two or less colors, because three pips is um, kind of rough. Yeah, I think you nailed it. Uh, I do like the idea of tap all creatures your opponents control. Like I never thought about that. Like just a big alpha strike. Like someone played their their creator hoof and their move to combat. It's like psych. <laughs> like that's so. Psych. And like you don't even have to counter the great crater hoof. that would like, be the ultimate troll is yeah. like not countering the crater hoof just but then tap, tap everything, everything down. down because if you <laughs> counter it it's in the graveyard and they might be able to get it back but if it's just like you like it's a etb so the effect is gone and it's like well the biggest feel bad five five that ever existed i think he's a five five isn't he yeah i think i think this one's really solid obviously it is I think one of the more popular ones just in general for some solid reason. And it is a little up there in price. It's like 15 bucks. I don't know if we mentioned that already, but it used to be a lot more like I've never seen it this uh, low before yet. It used to be in the thirties. Well then stonks up people. Yeah. I, Start investing in cryptic command. Yeah. You can get a iconic masters cryptic command for $14. I've never seen it that low. You want to move on to the red one? Yeah, I was looking at it. It's very meh. It's like not as cool as uh, the confluence, the red confluence. It's uh, three red red sorcery. Choose two. Deals four damage to target player. Or deals two damage to each creature. Or destroy target non-basic land. Or... Each player discards all cards in his or her hand, then draws that many cards. So I can see cases for this one. But the fact it says deals four damage to target player instead of like the confluence. Well, the confluence was made with commander in mind. Sure. And so, of course, it's going to say each player. And this was not made in commander in mind. That's what it says target player. But that also means it doesn't scale as well. So just four damage to a player is basically a dead mode. Uh, two damage to each creature is okay. It can get, it can deal with token decks, and most is dealing four damage to each creature. But you can do better for five mana in red, and then destroy target on basic land. Like yeah, you could get like a Cabal Coffers or a Nykthos or a Maze of Ith or something annoying with that. But again, that's niche. And then each player just calls, discards all cards in their hand and then draws so many cards. And that, like, could be useful for sure. Like, maybe if you're in Rael the Everwise and you're just wanting to draw a million cards. Or Locust God, discard your hand and make a million Locusts, sure. And do it twice? Do it twice. That would be spicy. I feel like it is... They're again, they're all falling into the same category of like, this is not a card to auto include, but it's a card that like you, everyone jokes when they hit that point where they, they've got like 102 cards and they go to cut it down and then they have like 107. This is one of the cards you would add during that time because mm -hmm. you look around and you're like, oh, okay, now they're starting to fit in a little more, except for like crypt. I feel like crypto command and like, okay. I misspoke. Incendiary Command sits in this. Austere Command and Cryptic Command, I feel like you kind of just know you're going to toss those in. Yeah. 
but for this one, I feel like if you're building Torbrand, like you just said, Locust God, there's plenty of things that you could do where, like, you're building your deck, and then all of a sudden you're like, oh, wait a second, that wait, this could deal, like, with Torbrand, this could deal 12 damage to target player. This could deal 8 damage to each creature. And I feel like if you're doing, like, mono-red power damage, like, damage doubling, this could... I mean, you could maybe one-shot someone, depending on how low their life is, because, like, four is a lot. If you pick it twice, it's eight, and then you could double that, what, maybe X amount of times, like two or maybe two. I feel like uh, the destroy target non-basic land is is whatever. Probably wouldn't really be used that much. And then each player discards all the cards in his or her hand, draws that many. Like, if you were playing this... I feel like you could even blast all the small creatures and then make everyone wheel. You know, that'd be like a fun card in a chaos deck. It's like, oh, all the tokens are gone and everyone wheel. But yeah, definitely not something I'm like, I am super excited to like toss into any decks. The red confluence over this one. Uh, Everything just feels too niche or just not good enough. That I would rarely run this. Especially for 5 mana sorcery speed. I don't mind it too much actually. It's not... It's like not making my brain hurt the way that the Black Confluence did. I forgot the name of it. Wretched. Yeah. It's... Wow. (laughs) That is fitting. Yeah. um, It didn't wreck my brain the way Wretched Confluence did, where it's like so close, but it's just not there. It's like I could see running this and being like, okay, that's fine. But the next one is one that I am just like not at all amped to run. I Um, I actually kind of like this one. Really? Mm -hmm. Well, here, why, why don't you read it off then? Uh, It's Primal Command. It's three green green. Choose two. Target player gains seven life. Or put target non-creature permanent on top of its owner's library. Or target player shuffles his or her graveyard into his or her library. Or search your library for a creature, reveal it, put it into your hand, then shuffle your library. I the, the fact it tutors a creature, and you can tutor two creatures with this for five mana, that's pretty sweet. And then the other three are just kind of mix and match. It's like, oh, I'm almost dead. Or I'm in a life gain deck. I'm going to gain 7 life. Or put target non-creature permanent on top of his owner's library. Not instant removal, but it can slow someone down. Uh, it's not as good as just blowing up a non-creature permanent. But that'd be probably too good. So I think just the flexibility of... Tutor for a creature and put a problem permanent on top of someone's library. Dece. Dece. And target player, the shuffling the graveyard um, in the library is that can just destroy someone's life. Like if you're like in Moldrotha or Reanimator or something, you know, like a, some sort of graveyard centric deck, you can get hosed by that for sure. And then um, you can hose a graveyard deck and go tutor for a creature so i think the i would just i would always tutor for a creature probably always and then the flexibility of the other three 
are decent. They're not the best, but definitely enough that I would consider playing this. I've kind of, okay, I came, I came around to it a, a wee bit, a wee bit. Um, I think Gain 7 Life is, like, not stellar, especially in green. I don't feel like there's, I might be wrong, but there's not as many, like, payoffs, you know, just, like, chilling in green. Mm-hmm. Not saying that it's not good or anything. Um, it's just, like, part of me is thinking kind of the same thing I think you said about Righteous Confluence, where it's, like, if I was in, if I was playing green and it was five mana, there's, like, I th- feel like there's other things I'd rather do. Or I could do the same thing for, like, cheaper. But I do think it's solid. It's not a bad card at all. I don't know why I'm not, like, super into it. I just don't think the first two are super awesome the bottom two are great yeah i just think like for like because it's a dollar so for budget tutor for a creature and do something else is solid like uh, like the the standard is worldly tutor which is a one mana instant go get a creature put it on top of your library that's the best that's as good as uh tutors get because then you also, besides that, like, all the green creature tutors do require some, like, a lot more mana. Like, Green Sun Zenith requires a lot of mana, or, like, Eldritch Evolution requires to sacrifice a creature with mana cost specific things. So, I feel like tutoring for a creature is typically, a, like, a pretty expensive thing. So, this is kind of the going rate. Besides Worldly Tutor, and that's like a $30 card, $25 card. So for your money of a dollar, you do get the Tutor effect, and then you get something else. Um, Which, you know, if you need a Tutor for something. Again, not the best. I just, I I can see why. Like, if you're going to run Diabolic Tutor, I feel like you could run this. Yeah, no, I'm definitely coming around to it. I feel like I just, like, part of me wants to play it. I want to see it do the thing Mm -hmm. before I, like, am super into it. I don't know why. Part of me is just, like, a little bit reserved about it. But for, like, $1.30, you can get the Strixhaven Mystical Archive one, and that is very pretty. Yes, I got that Um, one. I may just buy it and try it. (laughs) I put it in Chatterfang, I think. And then I think I took it out because okay. I just I never like draw I never drew it and then I got something else and I was like well this is cooler. That's um, like a side note and like the worst part of a hundred card format is sometimes you get a card and you're so excited to try it out and you could play like ten games and never see it. Like I really like, want to well, play Walking Archaic. I guess I need to put it in a deck actually because I, I had it in my blue green kicker deck which is now defunct but it was in there. And it, I never got to play it, so it'll be, we'll we'll come back around to him. It'll be lit, hopefully. Yeah, when he comes back around, it'll be uh, maybe spicy. What was it? What was the card? I looked at. I was trying to look it up. What card? The card you just talked about. Walking Archaic is the big stupid like five mana avatar. Whenever an opponent casts an instant or sorcery, they could pay two. If they don't, you copy it. 
Nice. I just realized I didn't type wandering. I typed walking into the search. So that makes sense. Yeah, that card is very dope. I did find another card, though, and it's called Walking Sponge. And it's a two mana blue creature, one generic and a blue mana summon sponge. And then it's a one one that taps target creature loses flying first strike or trample until end of turn. Got him. <laughs> Yeah, I was just saying that might be my new favorite magic card. I like Thought um, Sponge. Thought Sponge is cute. Oh shit, I don't know what Thought Sponge is. It's not this great. This is a sponge only podcast now. Yeah. Sponge Tribal deck tech coming in next week. Oh, yeah, it's the artist so cute, but yeah, yeah it's not he's weird. It's not stellar. You can you can like make it go crazy, but by itself it's not like the craziest thing. Yeah, like if you can put more counters on it in other ways yeah that's the that's the sauce you want to talk about the last the last one yeah i think you're doing that one so oh i got this one okay get to um, it this last one is profane command it's x and black black Sorcery. Choose two. Target player loses X life. Return target creature with converted mana cost X or less from your graveyard to the battlefield. Target creature gets minus X minus X till end of turn, and up to X target creatures gain fear until end of turn. Honestly, the fact that this is X is just, like, so cool. Because um, you can really just make it scale to whatever you need it to. You could, like, dome two players for a bunch of life, without having to do um, the Torment of Palefire, like, discard around the table thing. You can just dome people for however much mana you've got. Um, you could dome one person out of the game and pick up uh, a big card out of your graveyard. You can get rid of some big indestructible god. Or up to X target creatures gain fear until end of turn. Like, if you're in a rat deck and you're just like, well, all, like, 15 of my rats have fear... Oh man, yeah, and ooh, yeah, and like Rat Colony or Relentless relentless Rats, whichever one, where it's like all your rats get plus one, plus one. I think it's Rat Colony. For each rat, yeah, I think it's Rat Colony. This and Rat Colony is a nightmare. Okay, Rat Colony gets plus one, plus oh for each rat, other rat you control. Yeah, so I mean, I feel like this one's just sick because it actually like, it literally scales to whatever you're doing. Like, this could whack a Toski the first turn it comes down. Ooh. Pay, pay three, get rid of Toski, and Dean someone for one. Or get, like, a little zombie back. You know, just get Shambling Ghoul back and then make your treasure token again. Or, like, but I feel like, yeah, obviously this would be fun at the end. You tap Urborg and Cabal Coffers and just kind of go crazy. Yeah, if you're going wide in a black deck, I feel like this is good. Because gain fear until one of turn is solid. Good. Oh yeah. Also very good for uh, if you're doing decayed zombies. Oh yeah. Because then, because I feel like you build up all these zombies, and the problem is like they can't block and they attack only once. So this would be a you great make it way count. to like make it count. Yeah, you just make like eight two twos unblockable, and. What, that's 16, right to some dome? Yeah. I dig it. Yeah, I'm, uh, I like it. It's cool. Because let's say you're doing, like, six mana total. So, like, X equals four. That's 
pretty solid. It's return to our creature with converted mana cost four or less from your graveyard to play. Like, that's a good amount of stuff. Um, and then you can kill something with minus four. We just talked about how minus two wasn't good, you know. But minus four, four. is a lot better. Yeah, I think we, like, literally just said it, we wish it was minus four. We wish it was minus four. And then... And now we have minus four. And then... Things getting fear is really cool, too. So... Oh, giving fear to all your infectors. Ooh, yes. One turn infect win. Yeah, that's solid. Or you can just straight up dome someone. You know, it is target player, but, like, if, like, one guy, like... Lots of games, you're just like, man, I wish I could just make that dude lose five life, and he's dead, and he's gone, you know? He's, he's about to win, but he's so close to death, you know? And it's like, you can't, you just can't finish him off. This would do it. And then you can reanimate something, you know? Or kill another problem creature, you know? Seven mana, get back your Gary, and kill something, you know? That's pretty good. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I love it. The versatility in this, I feel like, is really crazy. You can really sculpt this to really do whatever you need to do in the moment. Now here's the fucked up part. We gotta rank it. Ooh, we gotta rank him. What we got? It's ranking time! Uh, okay. My Here's my <laughs> ranking. We got Austere Commanded number one. Okay. I'm actually kind of thinking Profane Commanded number two. Because the okay. versatility is sweet. I just dig it. Uh, and then we got Cryptic Command after that, because Cryptic Command is definitely more powerful than Profane Command. But the cost, like, it's, like, not... It's, like, $16. Um, and I feel like it goes in less decks because of the three blue pips. Um, and it's just a counterspell, you know? For the most part, it's, like, just a solid counterspell that does some extra stuff if you need it. So I think for, like... Your lower power commander, I like Profane Command more. Yeah, so we got Austere Command, Profane Command, Cryptic Command, then Primal Command, then Incendiary Command. So we got white, black, blue, green, red. I would agree with that 100%. Because, yeah, the, the three blue pips and Cryptic Command just makes it like a little bit harder to put in other decks. Um, and, yeah, it is like counter... It... It is just like a counter. Tap all creatures your opponents control. I think that could play a huge part in the board state, but the rest of it doesn't necessarily impact as hard as I think Profane Command does. And like I was saying, Profane Command just scales really solidly. Well. You can kind of toss it out at any point and it'll do something. Yeah, and then I absolutely agree. Primal Command and then Incendiary Command. Incendiary Command is fine. But it's definitely, like, you would have to, like, kind of look at it in a couple other cards and be like, I want to play these cards. How do I, like, maximize what I'm doing? Yeah. Yeah, and Primal Command is solid. Um, I just, like, genuinely want to play it. I will probably go pick one up here in a little bit and give it a go. And if I uh, get a chance to play, maybe I'll do, like, a mini mini soda update and be like, sorry, I was wrong, or ha, I was right. This card is dumb, and I'm going to eat it live on stream. Yeah, I want to do that with Profane Command. I definitely want to put that in something. A Yara, I feel like, could dig that, because... Anytime I see a black card, I just want to put it in a Yara, because... 
I just because why not? I, lo- just I love try it. I, I love that deck. Yeah, I want to try it with Yogmoth. Oof. Oof. But yeah, I think that about wraps it up for this little episode of Commander's Paradise. What do you think, Tyler? Um, Tyler? are there any other like modal cards you want to talk about? Like, it's like honorable mentions. I don't really think so. I don't really run a ton of them. I think they're cool, but um, this has definitely kind of given me the itch a little bit. Like, I really want to try Primal Command. I want to put Cryptic Command in my mono blue deck I'm working on. I think the only other things that I really like are the cons and dragons of Tarkir um, enchantments that are modal mm-hmm. where it comes down and you can pick cons or dragons and it gives you a different ability based on those. I think those are, are very fun. Um, but they're a little bit, a little bit different than, than these are. Yeah. I feel like that would be in a different category. We're talking about one-time things, bro. Yeah, one one little blunt. Yeah, I do like those, though. Outpost Siege is sick, the red one. Oh, yeah, that one's really cool. I haven't seen that one, actually. Yeah, it's super good for, like, Mardu. Like, in those yeah. colors. And, uh, like, Rakdos from Poros or Mono Red. Or... Yeah, I've got a Mardu deck that has... Li- the other two in it i need this one so yeah i want it in lelia because it impulse draws or prosper it's getting prosper oh yeah a great prosper card but awesome i think that about wraps it up for this episode of commander's paradise sounds good where can uh where can the people find us tyler if they want to talk to us about their favorite modal cards um they could hit us up on twitter um at command paradise uh if you want to talk straight to the podcast um or if you want to talk to me i'm um at hoss the boss where the o and boss is a zero um if you want to yell at me personally for my bad opinions i will love to get into it i love yelling at people on social media and i am at ryan brun uh, I would just like to hear about any uh, any fun little modal cards you guys like to play. If there's anything that you have like weird interactions with and you're like, I'm not a great card, but this is fun, uh, give me a shout-out. Let me know what, what you got going on. Yeah, we definitely missed um, um, some. There's a lot out there. Maybe we'll we'll double back if we hear about some other ones. But thank you for joining us on this episode of Commander's Paradise. And uh, we hope you enjoy your flight.